You know, last time uh, my dog uh, used to be a police dog. You know, uh-huh. they follow. Hey, my horse uh, used to be a championship winning horse. You know, I was a hey, shut up lah. My bag used to be a plane. <laughs> Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast. So it is day two of Boomerang Tracks, where you win 100 ringgit and be in the running to win 50,000 ringgit. So we're talking about the first time we felt rich, lah, right? <laughs> What is your first time, Douglas? I came from a purely working class family. Yeah. Uh, my dad was the only wage income earner. Whenever he was in the government, right? Uh, servant. He was a pilot, helicopter pilot. Not too bad. Okay. Also not great. My mom was a uh, housewife. But she was very busy, so lah, ferrying myself, my brother around to yeah. all the tuition and the classes. And then yeah. later, also she had to take care of my grandma at the same time. Okay. So with whatever limited money we had, yeah, I grew up very frugal, and yeah. I was taught to learn the value of money. That's good. Yeah. So they would give me pocket money. Uh, okay. Not a lot lah uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe 10 cents 20 cents Okay Yeah and they said You must save this money Yeah Because uh, when you get Up to 10 ringgit uh-huh. Then mummy will change it To yeah. a 10 ringgit note And wow. then you can buy Whatever you want Wow So there was a goal There was goal setting You know That's there was good Financial planning lah Kira Yeah that's really good I think people should teach Kids more of this I guess so yeah. I guess so it, it served me very well I thought Yeah uh, So I would keep all my coins mm-hmm. In this box that I had And even had a padlock <laughs> Who had the key? I had the key lah. Obviously, it was a mini padlock. This padlock key, is so key, useless. Key. Yeah, yeah. So you you can bite it off. <laughs> it was that small. And the key, right? I would yeah. hide it in a secret place because I don't want my brother to find the key. Okay. In case he come and steal my coins. Terrible. I hid it in a secret place, yeah. and I even had a cryptic clue in case I forgot where I hid it. <laughs> you you want to hear the cryptic clue? What? Okay. Uh, the clue was God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Can you guess where oh, I hid it? Oh no, Can you guess where I hid it? God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Toilet. No, the calendar. Wow. Yesterday, today, tomorrow. Get it? <laughs> anyway, I would open the box and count my money. It was a daily routine for me. Right. Until finally, I got ten ringgit. <laughs> I proudly went there. I changed it to a ten ringgit note. They gave it to me. Oh, I was so happy. I spent one week uh-huh. not even spending the money. Ah. Uh. Then? Just looking at the note <laughs> You're saying this is mine The sense of pride you know yeah. The sense of like Douglas you look at You're a nine year old With a ten ringgit note there So wow. I think okay What to spend What to spend What to buy I had so many things I wanted to buy Then I had a cunning plan Oh oh I was going to spend it On snacks You know sweets Ice cream Kwachi And stuff like that okay. For the entire family Okay Yeah Because I thought If I do this Then they would think Oh Douglas So good boy ah. <laughs> And then so generous and so thoughtful. Maybe then we'll give him more pocket money. Wow! Uh, you see? <laughs> Ten steps ahead of yourself. You see, yeah. Huh? I, I was investing. Didn't work, lah. I bought the snacks. So they were like, "Oh, thank you, ah, uh, good boy." That's it. Just, just praise. There was no increase in pocket money and stuff like that. So oh, since that man. day, I vowed I'm going to take money over praise any day. Oh wow, Douglas, you are such a good boy. I know you to talk. Just give me the money. Okay? <laughs> Fly FM. Boomerang Tracks is going on where one person will win 50,000 ringgit. It got us thinking about the first time we felt rich. <laughs> the first time we came to money. Yeah, first time we came into money was uh, when I was 17. Mm-hmm. I won a cover girl competition. Oh. So growing up, I was obsessed with Seventeen magazine. Um, they're not around anymore, sadly. Is that a girls magazine? It is for yeah. It okay. is for teen Because girls. Because I don't la. remember reading this magazine at all. Yeah, I don't think it was for you. It was yeah. for girls. Teen I girls. was National Geographic. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because you know y'all are monkeys. 
Anyway, um, every year they'd have one CoverGirl to win oh. the uh, CoverGirl search, and I was so obsessed. I used to save it. I used to idolize these CoverGirls, thinking, you know, one day I want to be in the cover of the magazine. And it did was, you? Did you eventually go and join the competition? I, actually, I did. I was seventeen, and uh, my classmate or best friend Cheryl at the time was like, "Hey, just submit lah your picture." So I tried it. I submitted. And then I got called to be a finalist. I went for the thing. Was it a full competition? Like, were there uh, audience members, camera crew, and stuff like that? It was. Uh, what did they call it? Ah, uh? it was a summer, summer something. <laughs> Malaysia <laughs> mana ada summer? Simply ni. I don't know lah, but it was like it. It was a concert they hmm. had every year. It was oh, a big wow. thing. I know. Pop shove it at the time. Played lah. Pre-COVID days are awesome. I <laughs> know, <laughs> and it was at Sunway Lagoon. Mm-hmm. So it was a mess. Thing that they had, and then party the cover vibes girl, and all as well, right? Yeah, all the cover girls would come out, do a catwalk, and then one person would win the competition. I came out and I did like a rock on sign to everyone <laughs> instead of instead of doing a catwalk. And I guess it worked because they liked it, and that's how I won. Very clever because that was a pattern interrupt. Yes, correct. Right, because all the other girls did the same thing. You came correct. on, did something different. Yeah, and the judges liked it. So from that, I won a thousand bucks. That was the winning money, and uh, my mom was so excited. She said, "Oh, you won this competition. <laughs> okay, now we have to go and open a bank account." Okay, wait, wait. Let me guess. What? Was it a joint account? Well, yeah lah, because I was not even 18 yet. Okay, you're Muslim, mother Chinese. Yes. Ah, typical lah. <laughs> Terrible No lah Okay my mom's very generous And even after that She sort of managed me Drove me to like All these modelling gigs Parents so nice when I Yeah I got paid For these other jobs But that was when I realised Man A thousand bucks Finishes fast <laughs> Hey please lah I can help you Finish it much faster Okay I may look like Joe Jonas what? But I spend like Joe Lo No you, lo- you kind of Look like Joe Lo as well I'm sorry Douglas Fly FM It is Tuesday It is the 22nd Of the second month Of 2022 Today's date will be the date With the most number of the same digits in our lifetime, you know Yeah, because there's no such thing as 33rd of March <laughs> <laughs> Right, fair enough uh, Sounds like it's going to be a lucky day today So we need to do one very important thing Douglas, call our Sifu to tell us about our fortune for the day Oh yeah Good morning, Sifu, Sifa Hello, my man Hello, Sifu, how are you? I'm very well and Today is a very special day Why, yeah? It is the 22nd of the second month, 2022 Yeah <laughs> it's correct That was a trick question Okay, so you have some knowledge Of numerology for us today, right? I do, yes Each person has their own special number Which can be derived from their name Oh, what, what is what is my number, Sifu Sifa? That is Lim According to the letters of your name Your number is 8 Oh, I'm an 8 I always thought I was a 10 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're a 10 out of 100 <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Okay, so I'm an 8. What else? Wh- what is my number? Oh. What else about you is? What's my number, Sifu? Wanita, David, Ramaya, your number, 5. Oh, same like my vaccine, Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> same like attitude, fighter. That's way more of a compliment than a diss, you know, right, Douglas? <laughs> okay, Sifu, why are these numbers so special? Your number determines what happens to you on this very special day. Oh. Okay, uh, what, what does my number say? Number 8? So number 8. You will feel very lucky and have a good day And your superior will also approve of your work Alama, I have no superior lah, that's a problem I am super supreme <laughs> 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 But 
and also Douglas, your lucky colour is brown and your lucky number is 11. So maybe support a Malaysian football team lah. Got 11 people, they all brown. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> What about Juanita? Yeah, number five. Uh, number five today, you will get a bit of a headache. Oh. Yeah, remember to take your pills. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm across Douglas every day. Every day I get headache. What? No. And your lucky colour is orange and your lucky number is nine. Right. Okay, just want to check. Uh, where do you get all of this knowledge, Sifu Sifa? I learned from Grandmaster Carl. Oh. Grandmaster Carl? Calculator. Oh. Ah, sudahlah. Uh. <laughs> Fly FM. So hospitals are no-go zones now, right? Most of us can't even go and visit our sick relatives like we used to because we run the risk of catching COVID. Or passing it to them. Yeah, or passing it to them. Same goes to our cleaners. It's a danger to them too, which is why this news is pretty cool. The first Malaysian-made floor cleaning robots for hospitals are here. Floor cleaning robots? Yeah. You sure it's not a joke news? Uh, like, <laughs> Are you sure they're actually not just migrant workers in cosplay? <laughs> I know because if the pay is good, I'll dress up like a robot too, okay? Yeah, you're way too noisy to be a 21st century <laughs> robot, okay? <laughs> anyway, these cleaning robots are already being used in hospitals in Tampin oh. apparently. Yeah, They can wash, they can mop, sweep and vacuum. And this article said they're great for labour and they can also be sterilised. Yes, wonderful Because yeah. sterilizing human workers Doesn't mean they'll be cleaner It just means they can't have children <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Sterilize? Because yeah. then the family jewels, you know Yes, yes, uh, I get it Okay, enough <laughs> Have you ever been served by a robot? Ah, uh, yeah, at a mama Oh, yeah, I, I read some mama stores Have mm-hmm. the robot servers now They carry the tetare and stuff, right? Correct But it's a bit dangerous also lah One robot almost ran into my mother What? Yeah That means they behave just like the waiters In a Chinese coffee shop lah You know, those full <laughs> They what? go at full speed Yelling Kwan soy Kwan soy <laughs> Which means boiling water uh, By the way Yeah they do this Even when they're not Carrying boiling water okay? <laughs> Once this guy Was clearly Carrying chicken rice Came to us <laughs> Charging towards us Hot water Hot water Like why are you lying No see they do this Because they're telling you Listen uh, yeah. I'm not going to avoid you You are in my coffee shop <laughs> So whatever it is You move If you don't move I will boil you <laughs> That somehow seems fair But this robot uh, Being a cleaner uh, Sounds like a great idea I mean not for the job market but for the employers because if you think about it right Mm -hmm. robots don't complain about work-life balance they have no life they're they're (laughs) robots alright they don't need to take lunch breaks or tea breaks robots don't gossip or play office politics (laughs) and they don't get sick Juanita they don't get so if you ever see your cleaning robot Mm -hmm. with an MC you immediately know one of your doctors is an idiot (laughs) Fly I'm quite sure 9 out of 10 of us would be so grossed out by this too. You know what happened in Shanghai? This fast food customer found deep fried toilet paper in her <sighs> order of fried chicken. Wow, from finger licking good now, backside wiping good. Uh, what's going on, man? <laughs> so nasty. No, this presents us with a giant mystery, you know. Right. What happened? Was someone doing a poo <laughs> in the pressure cooker or was someone trying to fry chicken in the toilet? I demand a thorough investigation to carry it out immediately. So drama lah you. Here's what I think happened. Uh, I think they ran out of kitchen towels so they used toilet paper instead. That's it. Yeah, yeah okay. I accept explanation. <laughs> so this lady, she tried to eat it uh. and put it in her mouth. She was like, this is not fried chicken. <laughs> not even fried chicken skin. It's actually toilet paper. Ayoh. So she made an official complaint. The Stores management is now negotiating with her for compensation. I mean, in America, she'd be making millions by now. Definitely. <laughs> but this has happened locally as well. I don't know if you remember this story or not. There was uh, this very famous Assam Laksa place. Uh-huh. 
in Penang <gasps> and people were saying that they found uh, tissue in the soup oh in the asam laksa God. broth because uh, uh, wet tissue not wet tissue I mean uh, what do you call that um, soaked tissue so, yeah soaked tissue yeah. resembles the texture of the fish broth in the asam laksa that's ridiculous how did people find out eventually I don't know lah. maybe a customer gave some to a cat <laughs> and the cat's like dude even a moron can tell you this ain't fish <laughs> No, but maybe for this uh, China customer, maybe uh-huh. the this the fried paper is the edible kind because remember not when we were oh. young there was this sweet yeah 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 which had a wrapper uh, and mm-hmm. people would say no you can eat the wrapper you can eat the wrapper and I was like don't bluff lah where you can eat wrapper and you could because it was rice paper yeah it was the white color rabbit yes sweet, that right? one yeah. I bought a bunch of sweets once from a store mm. and the rabbit one was the first one I ate I thought all the sweets were like that oh my god <laughs> how much plastic have you eaten Juanita <laughs> enough to make a Kardashian Why <laughs> FM this lady in Shanghai found toilet paper in her fried chicken and this happened in Penang as well they used toilet paper and the asam laksa. We have so many stories about this, unfortunately, of people finding things that shouldn't be in our food. Rachel, you have a story. What happened to you? She's our producer, by the way. Good morning, guys. <laughs> so, my friend once went to a shop to eat some noodles uh-huh. and halfway through eating it, she bit into something and it felt a bit long and a bit crunchy. Uh, uh, okay, wait, wait, wait. What was she eating? Uh, a noodle that was supposed to have a crunchy bit yeah, inside? Yeah, yeah, She was eating pan mi, so she thought maybe okay. it was like the ikan bilis or something, uh-huh. you know? Oh, no. Uh, but when she took it out of her mouth, turns out it was a cockroach leg. So nasty. I heard my friend was... Why are we one-upping each other on these stories? No, no. We just have too many stories, right? My friend was drinking barley water and in her straw, she sucked up something that wasn't barley and it turned out it was a chichak tail. Since then, I've never ever drank barley water without checking. No, see, no, that's why I never drink with a straw one. Oh. Because you, you, you know what you're sucking into your mouth yeah, and, and drinking with a straw doesn't look manly. What? <laughs> no, no, listen, there are certain things guys shouldn't do, okay? Sucking on a straw is one of them. Licking an ice cream is another one because no matter how you do it, yeah, it yeah. doesn't look macho. How do you eat your ice cream then? I bite it. La. <laughs> That doesn't make you look macho That makes you look deranged Whatever <laughs> But see in Malaysia There are a lot of these stories right Where we accidentally eat insects uh, And stuff like that In our normal food Yeah What about countries That actually eat insects As their normal food Like Congo <laughs> Because it, no, it makes perfect sense To eat insects there uh, right. It's uh, very high in protein yeah. And stuff like that it's, But This is common in, in Asia In China It's common in Thailand, Thailand Cambodia as well. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Do people do a reverse complaint Like is someone there At an insect shop uh-huh. <laughs> And it's like Excuse me, bring the manager here. I found a piece of chicken uh, in my fried maggot. <laughs> Fly FM. Some people may not know this, but as a comedian, I find it quite infuriating when people try and tell my jokes. Oh, like uh, Jason does this, does this all the time. Jason Leong. He tells my jokes. Doesn't he? <laughs> oh, I'm going to have, have a serious <laughs> chat with him. We're not supposed to steal each other's jokes. No, Oops. but people who are not comedians, uh, yeah. they will come to my show, yeah. listen to my jokes and then try and retell them to friends but <laughs> tell it wrongly. <laughs> then their friends are like, hey, this is not funny. So, hey, excuse me, that doesn't seem very funny, okay? You just told my joke wrongly. Yeah, so to help us all tell jokes better, this is... <laughs> It's Comedy Classroom Not gonna lie Douglas That was kind of creepy Yeah Anyway Today we'll talk about (laughs) We'll talk about hyperbole 
or exaggeration. These are comedic exaggerations right. that can be done, right? By mm-hmm. describing something with a comparison that's so over the top, uh-huh. it becomes silly and stupid and absurd. It's so exaggerated that it doesn't make sense. So, for right. example, okay. Juanita, I will say, no, yesterday's traffic uh, was mm-hmm. really bad. I was stuck in a jam so long, right, that mm-hmm. the egg in my nasi lemak bungkus hatch already. <laughs> became a chicken. <laughs> you see now. So, to form this Got joke, it. I started with a typical scenario in Malaysia. What is it? Traffic jam. Oh. Then I exaggerated the length of time uh-huh. being stuck in the traffic jam as being so long uh, that an egg in a nasi lemak <laughs> can hatch into a chicken which is impossible right. and therefore absurd and silly. Okay. Ah, you see, uh, of course, I'm also made sure to be very specific lah, uh, with my comparison and include a detail that people can visualize so okay. you can, they can see like uh, an egg uh, right, egg right, rebus right. in a nasi lemak becoming yeah. chicken. Yeah. So now you try. Okay? You okay. pick a thing to describe and then you exaggerate it cow cow. Okay. Okay. Since you mentioned traffic, my dad has a car that's really old. It's mm. so old, it was made before Douglas was born. Okay, does that well, every, everything is a rose <laughs> huh, to you. Huh? <laughs> anyway, do you, do you know why uh, your father can only afford such an old car? Why? Uh, because after you were born, he can't afford anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's true I'm kind of expensive Yeah Okay so hyperbole <laughs> Pay attention huh? <laughs> Hyperbole Hyperbole yeah. Is a core technique In the Your mama jokes Oh These are very popular You know like Your mama so fat Ew. Every time she turns around It's a new day <laughs> You know Implying that she is The size of the earth Which is impossible Yeah mother mother All don't play lah Of course My sincerest <laughs> apologies <laughs> Auntie <laughs> So Please. now that you know how to do hyperbole or exaggeration, yeah. okay, stop telling my jokes and write <laughs> your own. This has been. <laughs> it's comedy classroom. Fly FM. English class with Mina Saleh. Good morning, class. Okay, okay, settle down now. As you know, you have to create a sentence using a word. And the word of the day is alliance, which means a union or association formed for mutual benefit. Okay, Katija, create a sentence using the word alliance. I believe all faithful believers should form an alliance. Oh, very well done, Katija. Okay, Ladu, create a sentence using the word alliance. Are you headache, Ladicha? Now we're having the election for the AJK for my Taman, right? They're all fighting and fighting. One fellow say we should use the same logo. Then one fellow say, I don't want to use your logo. I want to use my logo. Then my father fighting with my cousin. He say all the Muda people useless. Oh, okay, okay, Ladu, just create a sentence using the word alliance, please. How to win election if you can't even form an alliance? Yes, okay, correct. Thank you, Ladu. All right, Asing, create a sentence using the word alliance. That day, ho, I go to the zoo, ah, I saw a tiger's and alliance. No, Asing. Fly FM. So yesterday, I was mindlessly scrolling through Instagram, as I usually do, <laughs> and I found these really cool bags made from crystals. Mm. They weren't on sale, but I really wanted one. And then I found this. A Malaysian aviation group is launching handbags made from repurposed aircraft materials. Ooh, from launching airplanes, now they launch handbags. Huh? <laughs> no, but wait. Are you sure they're handbags and not airbags? Because yeah. they're aeroplane. <laughs> so here's what they do. They take things like leather seats, belt buckles, mm. tablecloths, and even 
given the cabin crew kebaya uniforms to make the handbags. <laughs> so it will be like sustainable fashion. Nah. Do you know why they didn't include the airline blankets as part oh. of the materials or the recycled materials used for these uh, handbags? Why? <laughs> Because oh, everybody no. churi the blankets, oh, ma. No. My house alone oh, got three God. of these airline blankets. Why did you do this? Yeah, how else to hide the fork and spoon? <laughs> joking, joking. Oh, no, but Wanita, you are someone who's fairly fashionable. I've seen <laughs> you, you, you know, in your bajus yeah. and in your accessories. Or oh, would you buy a fashion accessory like a a show off item la, that mm-hmm. is recycled? For sure. Um, but it also depends on the price. I think f- now everyone wants to buy things that are made out of recycled. Right. Material, yeah, that's the way to go. Uh, most brands now have eco-friendly items. I think that's the first place I usually check out when I go to the store. Wow, impressive! Ah, uh. you outside Gigi Hadid, but inside Greta Thunberg. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I don't know. I wow. would buy recycled, like household items. I right. buy recycled paper, I uh, recycle cups, I uh, recycle okay. coffee pots. But I probably wouldn't buy a recycled fashion accessory. Maybe because you don't have a sense of fashion. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but maybe I will make an exception for these uh, recycled bags made from the airline materials, like right. just for bagging rights. <laughs> right. Brick take the bag, right? Go uh-huh. out with a bunch of guys. And you know, guys will be like, you know, last time uh, my dog uh, used to be a police dog, you know. Uh-huh. And they feel like, hey, my horse uh, used to be a championship winning horse, you know. I was like, hey, shut up, la. my bag used to be a plane. <laughs> Fly FM. So an airline is recycling airplane parts to create sustainable fashion. It mm. got us thinking about this. Without knowing, we actually recycle and repurpose a lot of things at home accidentally or without knowing it. Guilty as charged, Juanita. <laughs> what happened with you? Uh, my exercise bicycle uh-huh. is now a place to hang clothes. Yeah. Because there are so many uh, parts of the bicycle. We can hang clothes. You know, the handlebar there, you can hang one t-shirt. Yeah. The seat there, you can hang one spender. The frame, you can hang bed sheet. Correct. We do this with uh, the treadmill as well. Oh. My mom used to use ice cream tubs to put raw meat in. Yes. So disappointing, okay? I remember this happening so much <laughs> as a child. I'd go up to the freezer, open it, think, oh my God, there's ice cream. Oh, salam. And no, it's raw meat. No, maybe it's, it's from disgusting. the new brand. Uh-huh. Uh, brisket and Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> no. So we uh, got a few voice notes on this actually. My family has this old massage we don't use anymore. So we just stack our, all our folded clothes on it. Why is this a, a thing? Uh? All our budget we put on things at home. <laughs> no, because a massage chair has yeah. a lot of space yeah, and yeah. you can stack quite a lot of clothes there and it won't fall off, you know. <laughs> I saw this crazy thing, right? My friend had an old box TV. Yeah. Uh, broken already okay. You know what he used it for? What? To put his new TV on top <laughs> <laughs> Here's another one Biscuit tins in my house Never have cookies inside <laughs> I get so excited When I see it But When I open it It's a sewing kit inside Oh Sewing kit Oh, people also do this I thought only Chinese Pawpaws will use The biscuit tin yeah, For yeah, sewing correct. stuff <laughs> My uh, parents Who are now Doting grandparents uh-huh. uh, They took our fridge That is broken already okay. So it's a broken Broken fridge to uh-huh. keep the uh, the my niece's toys, <laughs> and it's so ironic that the toys are mostly from Frozen. <laughs> you keep Frozen in a in a broken fridge, but my parents, oh, I remember this. Uh-huh. They would recycle what you know? What those balloon plastic sticks to you know to hold the balloon up? Yeah. Uh, recycle into rotan no? Oh man! Ah, even the back scratcher also. Oh, so back scratcher and then recycle uh, recycle rotan. <laughs> 
The thinner they are, the more painful it yeah, is. Yeah, man. <laughs> These nasty influencers, uh, two Malaysian influencers, are in trouble now with the police for cross-dressing as women in front of a Johor Palace. Pandai. No, maybe, okay, maybe they were role-playing as Cinderella. (laughs) Oh, we are going to meet Prince Charming in the Paris. (laughs) If they were, they were probably the ugly stepsisters. Now, both of them are known to cross-dress during their live streams, right? But this Mm. time, they were really not wise. They chose the wrong spot to do it and it made some netizens really really angry hmm. in the video you can see them screaming we've reached Johor and then nicely moan I love you to each other yeah. uh, like really like that so apparently they also pretended to kiss each other and I think what made it worse was that they were wearing sheer outfits so it looked like lingerie oh mm-hmm. so you can see everything you can almost see everything <laughs> see but I don't know if it's a crime crime because um, technically they were not naked you know I mean you yeah. can't be naked in public lab. So yeah. they were wearing something But I guess it was clearly Very distasteful Yes it was And if you want to cross dress You can do it in your house You know go ahead But not in front of the royal palace <laughs> Okay <laughs> No see just... now, I have seen pictures uh-huh. Of uh, On IG and all uh, yeah. Of people doing some Pretty rude things At international landmarks uh-huh. um, They play with the depth of feel uh, Is it is it called depth of field? Oh, where you look like you're holding up like the leaning tower. Yeah, yeah. Like holding that. up the leaning tower of Pisa, I can, I can take. Uh-huh. Some people are there, like they're trying to swallow the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like in a very rude way. Right, got it. I, I've even seen one who was uh, pretending to tickle the ketya of the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> Like, that's a symbol of freedom in America. The first day, like, kuchi, kuchi, kuchi. <laughs> but, oh, but you know, funny. you must also understand, la, this is what country. Yeah. This is Malaysia. Paham, paham, la. You want the attention, you got it. But you also got the attention of the authorities, law. Yeah, but if you think about it, I feel like women could get away with it. If we cross-dress in a full suit, dressed like men, you know, pose in front of a landmark, people would be okay with it. They probably praise you, yeah. you know. But that's what it is, la. Women dressed like men, or oh, I need business women, right? <laughs> Men dressed like women. Ah, oh, this fella better relocate to Australia. <laughs> Fly FM. Andrew Lee, the biggest Malaysian magician at the moment. Mm. He was on Britain's Got Talent. But the coolest moment was him getting a good reaction from Simon Cowell and throwing a knife at T Pain. Now, T Pain, take a good look at your card. Remember your card and do not forget your card. Perfect. <laughs> take out that corner. Yep. Mm-hmm. And keep that as your receipt. We're gonna make it up. Now the card is gonna go into the middle like so, uh-huh. and into the pack like that. Okay, Boom. Jennifer, I'm gonna get you to toss the deck straight up in the air, okay, as high as you can. Okay, I'm gonna find your card. Okay, by throwing you this knife. One, two, three. And it is, in fact, a perfect. Oh, that's the card. That is the card. I'm sure the magic was super impressive, but Mm -hmm. I am concerned. They allowed a Chinese fella to throw a knife at a black guy. (laughs) (laughs) They're not concerned about interracial violence. That's so true. Well, we called Andrew yesterday. He said he'd come to the studio tomorrow. Mm. But now I think we need to talk to him about what he wants to do with us. I say predictions and throw a knife at Douglas. Just enough of throwing knife. Can we start with the violence? Uh, hello. Hi, good, morning. good morning, Andrew Lee. 
Hey, hi, folks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're very, very excited for you coming in tomorrow. Mm. Douglas is very scared, so we'll we told him like, okay, lah, we won't throw knives at him tomorrow. But what you are gonna do is predictions, right? Well, uh, yeah, I'm gonna sort of create illusion of uh, predicting p- uh, future events that's gonna happen. Ooh, very, very cool. Now we've got a couple questions from our listeners. They sent in a voice note. I want you to predict what color underwear Douglas will wear on Friday. No way. <laughs> You can get this one. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I only have one color underwear in my entire wardrobe, by the way. Okay, then you can guess the color of my underwear. <laughs> All right. Oh. <laughs> Here's another. Hi Andrew, I'm a big fan. Can you predict who will win Friday's match? Arsenal or Wolverhampton? Ah, so this is oh, a tricky wow. one. Mm, I get that a lot, actually. In fact. Oh really? <laughs> From people who probably uh, have uh, some uh, side uh, betting going on. <laughs> oh. Okay, yeah, they can okay. contact me. Uh. they can uh, contact me. Then we can make him pay. No, no, they cannot do that. Okay, this, <laughs> no. uh, this is illegal, uh, Andrew Lee. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I also say uh, I heard rumors that you might be trying a bit of a dangerous trick uh, when you come in. Yeah, I mean, I'm really excited to uh, interact with both of you because uh, this dangerous stuff that I'm going to do is not going to be uh, the decision is not going to be made by me but it's going to be made by one of you in the uh, one of you in the studio actually oh hey. what what are we going to do exactly what is this dangerous thing <laughs> well you will find out when you when you see Whoa, what see a not, tease I cannot sleep with him man now. <laughs> okay but these predictions from these questions will be put into an envelope tomorrow but it will only be opened on Friday correct yes correct so basically I'll come into the studio tomorrow yeah. uh-huh. and I'll hand you both the envelope for you to sign and verify that there's in fact a prediction inside uh, and both of you will be verifying it that it's the actual envelope and you'll be signing it as well it's going to be very exciting it happens 8am tomorrow looking forward to it alright thank you so much Andrew alright see the both of you tomorrow then see you then bye bye this is the Douglas Lim and Juanita podcast hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10am on Fly FM